A dose of hope coming at ya. I just couldn't live my life without doing something to help somebody, especially if they've been through domestic violence, sexual assault, or human sex trafficking. I wouldn't know any other way to live. It runs through my blood. Now that was the Erica Campbell with a tune called More Love, which is something we all need more of today. My God, my God. But today we are bringing the love. We have Kathy Harris here. You have seen her on Dr. Oz and she is definitely our domestic violence champion. I tell you. And also I have with us today my Netflix sister, Ilana Rose from the Voices of Fire. Hang on in there, y'all. Somebody cares about you today. Don't go nowhere. Stay here and get this love. 
Unsung Hero Series. Today we have with us none other than Kathy Harris. She is a true woman of God and a domestic violence warrior. She is also known around Hampton Roads as the Santa's Helper and is the founder and CEO of the My Help, My Hope Foundation. She is an example of selflessness, women's empowerment, and love. Not to mention that Miss Kathy Harris is an established author. With no further ado, we present to you today, Kathy Harris. Welcome to A Dose of Hope Radio Unsung Hero Series. Thank you for having me. So to my surprise, I was watching television the other night and um, and saw you on there and you were doing, um, I believe it was Operation uh, Wishlist for the children and you were um, at a storage and you were you know, providing toys to children. So um, just tell us a little bit about it. Well, that was um, what you saw was pretty much past... 10 years, um, every year around Christmas time, they do a new segment for my um, program called Operation Wishlist. Operation Wishlist is a program where we grant the wishes of children here in Hampton Roads that have experienced any type of trauma. Um, they're in shelters, they're in domestic violence shelters, they're homeless. Okay. We work with um, social services, we work with schools, we work with, um, you know, just low-income area, um, areas, and 
to seek out and find those children, those families who need us the most. When we set out on a quest to find unsung heroes, I mean, the first thing I thought about was you because your organization offers outreach to victims of violence, homelessness, human sex uh, trafficking situations, domestic violence, Mm -hmm. and, and more, you know, and so... For you to go out and do things, you know, of that caliber to help people to to better humanity, um, and just to do that with asking for nothing back, it's an amazing thing. And so Thank we wanted you. to honor you, you know, and, and about that, and talk about the foundation. So, um, what else do you do? Like, how does all that work? Well, the basis of my foundation came from me myself being a survivor of domestic violence and sexual assault, and that's how it all started me being homeless as well me and my son we were in a hotel for a whole year and so um the only thing that kept us from actually being on the street was my job had had i if i didn't have enough money to afford to stay in a hotel we actually would have been on the street right but um living in a hotel is still homeless um but we had somewhere to stay thank god for that yes but um it kind of spears from there me just going inside the shelters working with these women and just hearing them talk to me about their needs, what was getting met, what wasn't getting met. Just seeing them and bonding with them and fellowshipping with them made me want to get out here and do more. You know, so I just prayed yes. about it and I asked God, you know, how can I help these women in a big way for him to get the glory? Not me, for him to get the glory. And hopefully, you know, everybody that we came in contact with, that they would see him and in me and what I was doing. Yes. So so we can't you know, I I'm the type of person I always try to come up with things that are different, um, from what I see everybody else doing and not that, that there is nothing wrong with that, but um for example, we have a um a drive called Operation School Uniform where we collect uniforms for the children in school. Yes. How that, how that came about so everybody was you know, everybody does school supplies. There's nothing wrong with school supplies. Sure, sure. God, right, because they're needed. But there but are I, other needs as well. Right. And so I prayed to God I was like, give me something, you know, that I could do to help these people in these shelters, you know, that could really make a difference. And yeah. um and that's when uh, I was speaking to a friend and we kinda like together came up with Operation School Uniform where we, you know, help the children in the shelters get uniforms to go back to school. When you're thrust out of a domestic violence situation and into a shelter, most of the time the women leave with nothing. Yes, I was just going to say that. It's important to note that when they uh, have to leave, that a lot of times they do leave with with nothing. It's like, I have to get out now. I'm leaving with my life, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and they may need clothes and different things. And while they're getting their stuff back together and transitioning to uh, living a life abuse-free, you know, there's things that they need. And your uniforms were one thing that we just wanted to take off of their hands. Yes, yes. And... And, you know, and I get a lot of calls for shelter and, you know, and things like that when the shelters are full. And unfortunately, you know, there's not enough funding and not enough shelters out here in Hampton Roads. And one of my dreams is to open up another shelter here in Hampton Roads because there's just not enough places for these women to go. And how unfortunate is that? We'll be right back. This is Danita Gibbs reminding you to keep holding on. Trials of life has got you in a whirlwind 
you keep failing the test And you have to start out over again Aren't you tired of going in circles And you can't see your way out You're going crazy You need to chill out Before you To the one that endures till the end Hold your head up, don't you cry It's alright anyhow You came too far just to give up now Aren't you tired of going in circles And you can't see your way out You're going crazy that was your girl Danita Gibbs that was keep holding on she's actually going to be here with us next week but right now we have Kathy Harris on the line our domestic violence warrior we're going to jump back in she was just sharing with us how disappointing it is when people call for help and she is not able to help due to funding so Kathy tell us how hard is it to you know promote domestic violence awareness and you know just just what are your obstacles what do you face this cause is a hard cause to promote. Okay. It's a hard cause to raise funding for. So, um, you know, especially for small organizations like mine, you know, um, yeah. who don't have a shelter or who don't have that 
that backing to qualify for big grant. You know, we solely depend on the community to help us to try to raise funds to help these um, women prevent them from being homeless or for prevent them from going back out there and to being trafficked once they've they're they've left out of that situation. Right. And unfortunately and unfortunately because these women have nowhere to go, some of them end up do going back to their abusers. Some of them end up going back to trafficking because it's the they have nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Now, let me ask you, why do you think that is? Why do you think that there is not enough funds? Um, is it just that people don't believe it? Is it that people, what, what do you think the reason is why people wouldn't look at this situation and say, this is something that needs to be funded? Oh, I think mainly because of the stigma behind it. There's a stigma um, behind domestic violence by itself. Just, you know, families, we, we grew up sweeping it under the rug, not talking about it. Yeah. I just feel like it's just not important enough for people. And that's sad. That is because sad. Because domestic violence, just like breast cancer and any, you know, any other thing, um, you know, um, trauma, you know, can kill you. So, and I'm not taking anything away from breast cancer, but, you know, they both kill. They both destroy lives. Yes. They're both celebrated in the month of October. Yes, they you know, are. But unfortunately... There is more pink than purple. No, I <laughs> no, hear you. Purple. And I think that some people, unfortunately, with domestic violence, have the um, the mindset that, well, if you didn't want to, that situation, you would just get out of it. And they don't they understand that. how hard that is for some people. And they have that. And then they have, you know, it's none of their business. They turn the other way. Yes. Like I said, it's just swept under the rug. They're, they're embarrassed, especially if they know it's a family member or someone they know. We just turn the other cheek. We just don't want to talk about it. And, you know, one of the most important things that my organization was doing on a regular basis before COVID-19 was bringing awareness to the domestic violence. Because I believe the more we know, the better we'll do. And I think a lot of times um, people just don't know. They're uninformed. So one of the biggest things that I love to do is to bring awareness to um, domestic violence, have community events in um, in the community to put the information out there, to let people know what to do, how to talk to someone that's been abused, the resources that they can use to stay safe or get out safe when they're in that type of situation. Yes. And I, when I first left, when I tried to leave the first time with my um, abuser, my, the person that abused me, my uh, previous marriage, I ended up going back the first time because I simply did not know there was help out here available. We tried one shelter. Mm-hmm. And the shelter, the shelter, this was um, about 11, 12 years ago, and the shelters, they have changed since then, but the one shelter we went to wanted, they would take me, but they would not take my son. They wanted me to put my son in a, he was 16 at the time, he's 29 now. Mm-hmm. They wanted me to put my son in another shelter because of his age, they would not take us together. And oh, I was okay. like, no, I'm not leaving my son. Right. So, <laughs> so I ended up going back to my abuser because we had nowhere to go. Right. There was really no resources that, that well, you could they, be comfortable with in leaving. Well, I think there were, were hope, but I really, we, I just didn't know. Yes. So, mm-hmm. and that's what, that's why one of our, my organization's mission is to educate and to train and to let people know that there are resources out there. You just have to look for them. I wasn't in a position 
where I knew how to look for them then. I didn't know, you know, what was out there. Yeah. You know, and, and there are other women just like me who want to leave who don't know. You right. Know? So that's why it's important to talk, keep talking about it, keep bringing up the conversation. Absolutely. Keep, Absolutely. you know, sharing it so they'll know what to do in, in case they get in that situation. And see, I love that because it's like you've said, when I, when I was in the situation and my back was against the wall, I didn't have all of the knowledge that I needed to have at that time to know where to go and what to do. So I'm making sure I'm taking it upon myself to make sure that no other woman in my earshot has that issue. And that's a beautiful thing because when we, you know, find ourselves in situations that we have to navigate through, a lot of times we don't reach back and say, okay, I don't want anyone else to have to go through this. So let me educate people on that so I commend you for that because you just you really have I mean you have been doing a great job in just letting God use you to be that light thank you I just give God all the glory I I take no credit um I you know is I couldn't live any other type of way you know it's me sharing my story me writing a book testimony after testimony I think I go I I, I might write a book on testimonies alone because God (laughs) just continues to give me testimonies to be able to share to be able to show people you know how real he is and I just couldn't live my life without doing something to help somebody (laughs) you know yeah and and it hurts me when I get calls and when I can't help due to funding, you know, and, yeah. and things like that. Um, but I try my best, to, you know, to help everyone who do call as best as I can. But it yeah. just really breaks the heart when you can't help them because of because of money, you know, because of right finance, because of, you know? right. No, I understand. I absolutely understand. But I want to say thank you again for. Um, just coming on to the show, thank you for being who you are, for being as selfless as you are, um, that you can continue to strive year after year after year. And you are certainly an unsung hero in our eyes. I mean, we appreciate you and all your efforts. We'll be right back with our guest, Kathy Harris from the My Help, My Hope Foundation. But first, I must say this. The topic of domestic violence is always a heavy loaded topic, but I, I am here today to inspire anyone who has been or is going through that situation that there is hope beyond goodbye you know sometimes we stay in situations and we you know are just living in dysfunction and we don't have to I pray today that you find the courage to do the thing that you have to do to um to love yourself more and to um finally stand on the foundation of what you deserve um I want you to take a listen to this song right here it's called breaking the silence from Myra Smith just listen to the word listen up it's about to go down in case you forgot let me readjust my crown see i lost who i was because i left my throne even addressed some peasants for way too long yeah oh i'm a queen and it's who i shall be just haven't acted like it lately oh so i'm picking myself up i got my own back cause the way it was it just can't be that no i spent too much time on it well worked too long on it no chains i'm free i'm breaking the silence the past is the past and now i'm telling the world about it no chains I'm free, I'm breaking the silence. silence.
Listen up, let me tell you what happened to me I've been abused physically and mentally And I lost my love thinking I'll never be Able to love again till I found the strength you see I fell upon this world, felt like a lonely girl With nowhere to go but down but Down's where I left my crown So I picked it up, dusted off, leaving my hurt on the ground Now I walk with a new stride and I won't give up now Cause I, I spent too much time on it, going to jump back in here and close out with our domestic violence warrior Kathy Harris from the My Hope My Help Foundation. So if you were speaking to someone right now tonight um, who could be uh, listening to the show and facing a domestic violence situation in which they know they have to get out, what would you say to them? Oh, the most important thing I would tell someone that's in a domestic violence situation right now listening would be to get out safely. It takes the average woman seven times to leave her abuser and the most dangerous time in the domestic violence relationship is when a person leaves. Mm. So I would tell them to get out safely. Um, that's good. Seek, you know, get out safely, come up with a safety plan, put, you know, important documents somewhere, just, just develop a safety plan. They can go on any um, domestic violence website and they have safety plans up there they can contact me but just get out safely it's so important that it don't don't just leave any kind of way because that's like i said that's the most dangerous time and there is hope and also that there is help out there available talk to someone that you can trust yeah and that you know that you know won't judge you won't point a finger at you or why don't you leave anyway or why are you there just somebody yes. that you know you can trust and know that there is help out there available. You just have to seek it. You need one of them sisters that don't ask no questions. Exactly. She's not asking me why I'm leaving or what happened. Mm-hmm. None of that. None of that comes first. We're going to get out of this and then we can talk about it over coffee later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that, right that's, now, what's uh-huh. important is your safety. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, my love. Well, thank you so much for having me, Hope. Thank you. This no problem. Wonderful. Thank you. This was a great interview, and um, I look forward to hearing more from you soon. Thank you. All right, all right. I pray that something was said here today that will just encourage you to look at your situation and make a decision for the rest of your life. You can reach Miss Kathy Harris by Googling Kathy Harris, My Help, My Hope Foundation. Um, and also the information will be on the site, adosahope.org. Up next, we have Ilana Rose, my Netflix sister. So we're going to have a good time, y'all. Stay tuned. Well, well, well. <laughs>
got Jesus on my, I got that, 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 I got no reason to fear, I got Jesus on my, I got that, I got that, I got that, I got that, I got that. Lee Lee, what kind of music do you like? Real up to date gospel music that allow me to um Queen, it's time to cross over. Here we go. Today I folded my hands over you. Shed a few tears and thank God for you. See, I tried giving love in the past, but I guess he was saving. That's for us. Oh God, just show it. Sip this tea and get my dress right <laughs> Netflix and chill out, ain't it sweet? He'll bless you too if you just believe We cuddled up like three degrees three. Let's get what the Lord has done for me this song came out and I was like, oh, is this gospel? Can I play this on the church van when we drive up to the guest churches? Because I don't need the saints looking at me like I'm crazy. And come to find out it was gospel and I had everybody hooked on the like bonus. Yo, give me one for Aretha. Today I folded my hands over you. Shed a few tears and thank God for you. Thank you See, I tried giving love in the past, but I guess he was saving oh, Saves the best for last. Oh God, just show it off. That's the way it does. Hey, hey. Look at the lights. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, yes he, he is. is. Yes, he is. Oh God, just show it off. Show him off. Show him off. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All right, that is what you got to say. Like Mary, Mary, but no, it's just Mary. <laughs> Forrest Gump, church pew, and some chocolate. Drippy in my times, I'm so awkward lit. Fairy tales, wishing well. Hit the best scenes, wishing well. I'm around my world, equator. Why we on these doorsteps, newspaper? If you tell your mama I'm a church dude, she'll let me slide through the crib like a house shoe. Today I folded my hands over you Shed a few tears and thank God for thank you See I tried You tried He's always covering you uh-huh. He saves the best for last Don't worry about the past Celebration is last all right, y'all. Y'all ready? <laughs> of course you're ready. Today, I present to you my Voices of Fire alto sister, Ilana Rose, who was a sophomore in high school. If you watched the show Voices of Fire on Netflix, you saw that she was born with one ear and hears at a 50% capacity. However, that does not stop her determination and drive. It speaks for itself. Come on, Ilana. Jump on in here, girl. You are such an inspiration. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. I I mean, like, what have you been up to? Even outside of VOF, I see you, you're just doing so much. You've been, you've been kind of all over the place. So just tell us a little bit about it. What you've been up to? Well, we've been really busy. It's been a busy Christmas season, singing, and lots of taping. But I'm grateful for every minute of it. 
Wow, and what a blessing that is. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself. We want to get to know you. Well, right now I am 17 years old, and I attend Norfolk Christian as a junior, and I also was born with only one ear, so it's been amazing to share my testimony with Voices of Fire on the Netflix documentary, just telling inspiring people telling them to have faith in God and using my my experiences and adversities and just trying to reach out to people. But I've had about five surgeries concerning or regarding ear reconstruction and a bone hearing aid, all that jazz. So throughout my childhood, I've been CHKV, lots of hospitals and hearing tests and also trying to, I guess, overcome that self-consciousness of my appearance. Yes. And so not not every day is a good one when it comes to just not liking how I look or struggling with hearing. But I want to encourage others that even though maybe you don't have good days, or you're struggling with whatever is going on, that in the end, it'll be okay. Yes, it will. And you said, um, I'm not perfect, but I've learned to embrace my beauty and insecurities. And, you know, and that's just one thing, you know, to know that even, you know, to say I'm not perfect, but I've learned to embrace who God has made me to be. And I've recently had a young lady named uh, Tawana Williams on my show. And she has uh, she has no arms and limited use of her legs. And she goes out and she does all these amazing things. She's a hope coach. And she cooks with her feet. She does everything. She draws pictures. She sketches. She does everything with her feet. That's and amazing. yes, it is amazing. And for her to say, if God wanted me to have it, he would have gave it to me. Yes. And when she said that, it was like an, an amazing, you know, revelation for me because it's like, you know what? You're right. God made us in his own image and he made us perfect. And he gave us absolutely everything that we needed to have. And so, um, you know, and it's just, like I said, here to inspire people who are in those situations so that they can, first of all, know that they're not alone. And second of all, know that there is someone who has overcome that and that they too can overcome it as well. Yeah. You make singing look like super easy. <laughs> so how challenging has it been to sing with 50% of your hearing? Um, it has its ups and downs because I love doing musical theater, um, Broadway shows as well. But, I mean... Musical theater has been so helpful in my life, embracing who I am. Mm -hmm. But as always, sometimes in musical theater, you have to wear wigs, you have to wear uh, makeup and mics, and so I can't wear my hearing aids along with other performances where I have to rely on 50%. And so it's been hard in the learning processes of it. I have to work twice as hard as the average. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I have to memorize the tones and the rhythms, the lyrics, and as so, a it's a lot of moving well, parts. I have to get it right. Yeah. Looking on the positive side of it, it's made me to become a very diligent person. But then again, I just have to remind myself not to put that really big pressure on me um, in order to succeed. Ooh, you know, you said a mouthful right there. And I certainly get it because you are in a room with tons of artists who are all equally amazing. And the pressure was certainly on to do our absolute best. I mean, there was a particular scene where you, Jordan, and myself and a few others were taken to the back. And that was a really scary moment. But hey, you know, look at us now. We made it. Yes. All right. We'll be right back with Alana Rose from Netflix's Voices of Fire. 
was called God Like You from Called Out Music. All right, y'all, we're going to jump right back in here and finish this interview with my Netflix sister, Ilana Rose from Voices of Fire. So what kind of responses have you been getting from around the world? Because I received an inbox from, um, I believe it was Italy, about the moment that you and I embraced in the hallway. And they were saying that that was a very inspirational moment because it showed that there was so much love and camaraderie in the uh, choir and that we were just not there for a competition, but that everyone, you know, had just grown to love and appreciate each other. That's amazing. Yeah, um, it, it was really I amazing. I have also gotten so much positive feedback from people around the world. And it's just so in, like inspiring and amazing to see that how we were able to overcome that stressful situation. Yeah. People kind of reaching out to us. Mm-hmm. and thinking and just spreading all of love it's i never knew to what extent um like our testimonies would have on people 
Right, right. You don't know that until until it actually happens, you know. And so it's like I said, it's just been a really beautiful experience. I um thank God for Voices of Fire. Um, I just feel like I have just gained uh, hundreds of people who I just love, and um, and, you know, including you. So I, I'm just excited about it. Um, so what's next for you? Well, the next thing was supposed to be in March. I hope it's still in March, but we have. COVID, we have to keep an eye on it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was going to play the first um, role of Moana because I my theater company works with Disney, and so we were given the rights to have the first, first production. Oh, awesome. And I was really excited about that. I was, and actually, we got canceled the opening night of Moana. So we've been pushing it back, pushing it back because we want to put the safety of others first. Right. But that's the plan for now. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that everything, go, you know, that everything's go well with that. You know how. It is with COVID. You can't have too many people in one place. But I'm hoping and praying that things get better and open up for us here in the near future. And then we can see so much more of you. I saw I did catch you on a Christmas special here recently and you were absolutely stunningly beautiful and you sounded amazing. And so, yeah, that that was really a beautiful thing to see. So what is this? What inspires you? What inspires you to keep going? What inspires me to keep going and singing is that I believe I was given a voice for a reason. And I, just like a talent or a craft, my singing is a gift to people. And I believe I have to keep doing that to share peace and love within the world. And that's how I can contribute to sharing God's love. I love it. And yes, you're right. It is very needed. And we need it and we need you. So don't stop singing. Keep your head up. Um, know that you are just beautiful inside and out and um, and God gave you absolutely everything you need to be an inspiration thank you and so we thank you thank so before you, you leave oh no problem sweetie so before you leave um just leave us with an, a word of encouragement for someone challenged with physical limitations if I had to pick one thing I would say that don't let anyone down don't let yourself down because differences are beautiful and even if you are having the worst day I encourage you to take some time and talk to God or even just meditate on his presence because he loves you absolutely yeah absolutely well thank you so much for joining us we love you like virtually it's been so long since i had to like think about talking oh well i'm so glad you came and did it with us where can people find you people can reach me on instagram my username is at Alana Rose Sings, and I also have another public account at Alana underscore Lat. I have a YouTube channel. If you just search Alana Rose Lapatina, you can take a listen, which is great. <laughs> and um, that's about it. Okay, well, that's good enough. We will put the links out there also on the page so people can go out and, um, you know, and just kind of see you and, and go to your links and look at your stuff. Thank you. And so, um, all right, thank you and have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. You do too. Thank you. All right, you. good luck in school. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye Speaking of Voices of Fire, this is one of my sisters, Shay Harris. This one is called Better Days.
It's tough out here. It's getting harder to cope. But my doctor ordered a dose of hope. His brother Shell Tone here, down here in the big 757. Let's get it. Oh, oh. Yeah. 
joining us on a dose of hope radio come back same time next week our goal is to encourage and i pray today that we have done that for you oh so wait a minute i meant to tell y'all voices of fire has been nominated for a naacp image award i need y'all to go vote for us it's www.naacpimageawards.net go on there and vote voices of fire Thank you to our guests, Kathy Harris and Alana Rose. Up next, we have Danita Gibbs, who will be here for the inspirational music highlights. We're going to dig a little bit behind her song, Keep Holding On, as well as Breon Johnson, author of From Dope Fiend to Son of a King. When I tell y'all, this brother got some inspiration for you. So we got it all right here for you. Don't forget to log on to adoseofhope.org to let us know how you feel. Just drop us a message. I mean, we're always looking forward to hearing from you. So until next week, you have been dosed. This last song is by me, Hope Cherie. Peace, blessings, and love.
so green when it came to doing this podcasting, but Anchor has made it so, so, so easy for me. I mean, it's free, first of all. And also there's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, which makes it extremely easy. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And guess what? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's what I'm talking about. So it's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So I'm telling y'all, if this is what you want to do, carry yourself on over, okay, to the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Your dream awaits. <laughs> 